Welcome to the sanctuary. You're listening to DC Radio 96.3 HD4 and dcradio.gov, where we inspire, educate, and empower women of color to unapologetically transform into their most authentic and healthy selves by tapping into the goddess within. To the sanctuary, you're listening to DC Radio 96.3 HD4 and DCRadio.gov. I'm Wendy Cherry, your host, and we are back for season two of the Sanctuary Radio Show. And today we are talking about something very interesting. We're talking about holistic, bio-friendly, eco-friendly dentistry. So I have my own dentist, Dr. Terry Victor, here in the sanctuary with me. And he created one of the first holistic, biological, and eco-friendly dental offices on the entire East Coast. As a holistic and biological dentist, he is dedicated to the improvement of the overall health of each of his patients, working alongside their medical doctors, providing them with the best patient care possible. And on a daily basis, Dr. Victor works to create a self, a safe and a healthy environment for his patients, staff and the planet. So welcome to the studio. Thank you very much, Wendy. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. So whenever I start um, one of my shows, I, my guests, I always like to ask them, like, how did they get into this? Because like we've all had dentists, if we're lucky, I mean, not everybody even has a dentist, but if we're lucky, we all have a dentist and we've been going for years. And, um, but I have never heard, had a biological dentist or eco-friendly dentist before. So what does that mean exactly? Well, the, the way that I, uh, that I look at it is that um, you always have to be consistent in what it is that you do in your life and in your thought process. So you'd ask, how is it that um, I was able to get to this particular point where I'm a holistic dentist? Yes. And how I was able to do that was that when I was, um, when I was in dental school, my, my, my thought process and my, my philosophy has always been about health and alternative health at, uh, at that. So when I got into dental school, I, um, I realized what it is that they were teaching me was not really alternative at all. Okay. It was actually very, very uh, traditional. So they were talking about like surgery and, and pharmaceuticals and those sorts of things. And that really wasn't kind of like vibing with how it was I wanted to live my life. Okay. And how could I tell my patients to go ahead and get this surgery and go ahead and use these drugs if I myself wouldn't want to use it. Right. It's kind of like you're being schizophrenic, right? So right. I tried to have like, I tried to be consistent in my life. So in that consistency, I, I thought there must be a way that I could practice that, that really kind of like really incorporated what my belief system was because I wanted to stay true to my belief system. Okay. So I um, ended up 
you know, you go into different conferences, you talk to like-minded people, you, you, you go to different organizations to find out what is it that you can do that's different, mm-hmm. but still stay within the realm of what it is a dentist is supposed to do, right. and, but provide a service. Because I know people, if I was looking for it, then somebody, other people were also looking for it too. Right. So then that's how, you know, through some studying and through some going to conferences and, you know, reading and, and all of those things that we were able to come with, uh, come up with the DC Dentist holistic dentistry, alternative dentistry. And it's just recently on, on our um, our office on Capitol Hill that we did the whole sustainable thing. Okay. Because that's also a part of what it is that I believe in, right? You know, right. to your footprint on the planet needs to be something that it's not like, you know, you just kind of like destroy stuff, right? Right. So our office is is all sustainable. Every Every part of it is sustainable from the flooring to the lighting to the paint to the equipment, you know, all of that. We have a green roof. Wow. You know, we use um, we use wind power. All of those things that we do because it it uh, for me it has to stay consistent to what your belief system is. I'm not really I'm not really one to to change my belief system just because I have to do something at a particular job. You know what I mean? Right. You have to you have to be consistent. And because how is it that you how do you, how does it that you maintain some integrity if you're not consistent in your belief system? You know, so that's how um, that's how I got into holistic dentistry okay. because I was looking for an alternative. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm Thank I'm you. happy to have you out there because, yeah. <laughs> you know, I have had uh, I've had some good dentists. You know, uh-huh. for, so when you know, then you know. But yeah. if you don't know, then you think that what you're getting, the service you're getting, and the care that you're getting is yeah. good until you see something else. Right. So <laughs> I had like a really challenging experience uh, in 2004, mm-hmm. where I have a I have a condition called a vasovagal response, and that's when my blood sugar goes so low it just knocks me out. So I'll pass out. Mm. I started when I was three at the Earth, Wind, and Fire concert. I was down. My family was like, "What's happening?" And then it went from there. So wow. it has happened for decades. It just depends on what happens. Like my body shuts down to protect me. So this particular night, my daughter, who was 15 months at the time, mm-hmm. poked me in the eye in the middle of the night. So I get up and I go into the mirror because I think she gouged my eye out. That's the pain that I felt. Right. So I look in the mirror. Um, and my eyes good, you know. So I'm like, okay, I still have an eyeball. So while I'm up at like this four o'clock in the morning, I go, I use the restroom. The next thing I know, I hear screaming. So I look up, and I'm on the. I open my eyes, and I'm on the floor on my back in the bathroom. Wow. And so it is my baby that's screaming, mm-hmm. and I'm like, so I think I'm just gonna jump up, and I'm like lightheaded, and I'm like, I must have passed out. Uh-huh. I go to her, she's standing up in the bed, and I go to her and I'm like, what's wrong? And she pulls away from me. I'm like, what's wrong? You know, I look in the mirror and my whole face is bloody. So what had happened was I knocked out my front tooth, but I didn't know it then yet. So I'm not talking, I'm just like trying to figure it out. So I look in the mirror, I'm bloody, and then I taste sand in my mouth. And I'm like, why is sand in my mouth? (laughs) So then I opened my mouth and there was Leon Spinks <laughs> staring back at me. And I was mortified, yeah. mortified. Mm-hmm. And so, so that I would not pass out again from this shock, 
I jumped back in the bed and I called my best friend who lived around the corner from me. And so here we are at the hospital, tetanus shot, uh. go to the dentist the next day. The dentist was having an argument with her husband on my day of her doing whatever was supposed to happen with this tooth, putting a filler in it or something. And so she is arguing with him on the phone from the next room. And then she comes and she puts this big needle in my mouth, I guess to numb it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So trauma, just trauma all the way around. I'm like, I'm only however old I was. Now I don't have a tooth. Nobody's going to like me. My yeah. tooth is not going to be, you know, <laughs> just all these things. So fast forward to now, I realize I got a root canal uh, and I realized I got a cap or something. Uh -huh. So I wanted to talk about First, I want to talk about root canals. I want to talk about what biological and eco-friendly dentistry is. I mm -hmm. want to talk about cavities. I want to talk about the connections that we make. Mm -hmm. um, but let's, I'm going to put a pin in the uh, root canal talk, but I'd like to know what does biological and holistic dentistry really mean on a day-to-day -day basis? Right, excellent question. And um, it's an excellent question because I get that a lot. You okay. know, what is that? Because people really haven't had a, uh, a knowledge and a concept of what it is. So I can only say what it is for me. There are a lot of people that say that holistic, that they're holistic, biological, and they do different things. Okay. Um, and then there could be a wide gamut of what it is that they say that they, that they do. For okay. us, it's that we do alternative therapies in the dental work that we do. So okay. we use homeopathic remedies, we use supplementation, we mm -hmm. use aromatherapy, we use herbal treatments. We use all of those things to augment the dental work that we do. Okay. The other aspect of what we do is to be very patient-centered. So that means that we don't do assembly line dentistry. Sometimes when you go to the dentist, it's like it's like you're like a number. Mm -hmm. So we spend uh, our time and energy and effort to make a connection with that patient mm -hmm. to find out what it is that's happening with that patient and how it is that uh, we are able to help them. Because, you know, one of the things is that um, if when a patient comes to see you as a dentist, Mm -hmm. That patient brings their whole self, right? Absolutely. So they bring their spiritual, their emotional, their financial. They bring their, they bring all of that. Mm -hmm. So you can't just look at the person and say like, okay, this is like just a mouth. Right. And there's nothing attached to the mouth. There's a lot of stuff that's attached to the mouth. And if you take a little bit of time to get to know what it is that's happening with that patient in other aspects of their lives mm -hmm. that might be influencing what's happening with their teeth, right. then you've really you've really um, given them a lot of service, right? Right. Because as opposed to just like, okay, you know, in your case, okay, your tooth is broken, you need to do this, da, 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 da. So you, you, you find out, you know, what happened? You know that I passed out. Did I do this? You know what happened? How did you feel? Da, 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 mm -hmm. What is it that we can do to to support you in in that sort of thing? That would have been the way that we would have treated something like that. Right. But um, it's um, I think it's just having some care and concern for patients. Not to say traditional dentists don't have care and concern for patients. Right. But for us to um, for us to just recognize that um, the mouth also is connected to the rest of the body. Right. So those things in holistic dentistry, those things that you you see in the patient's mouth is a direct reflection of what's happening in the patient's body and vice versa. Those things mm -hmm. you see in the patient's body are directly reflected in the patient's mouth. So because once again, it's a closed system. Mm -hmm. The patient the patient and the patient's, uh, the patient's body, the patient's and the patient's environment all work together to, to create what it is that you're seeing as a dentist. So for us, 
it's um it's it's taking care of the patient you know taking care of the patient and finding out what it is that we need to do for that patient and to do it in an atmosphere that is a, a is a relaxed atmosphere um, we use uh, we use aromatherapy. Mm-hmm. We use the the um, because I know dentistry can become very people can be very anxious at the dentist. Oh, of course. Yeah, which is one of the reasons that a lot of times people don't go to the dentist because they're very anxious. So we do our very best um, with the, uh, the the essential oils that we use and the homeopathic remedies that we use that we're able to um, make the patient feel at ease. And, and and just being able to to make a connection with patients so that they right. know that you really have really have care and concern about them and it's not just about what's in their mouth. You well, know? Dr. Victor, you might not even remember this, but this was just in January. I was at your office. Office, I was sitting in your chair and and I like I I'm adopted and so I found biological fam- family siblings mm-hmm. and so you're talking to me and I was like I'm sorry I'm distracted I just found a biological sister mm-hmm. do you, I don't know if you remember that I day remember. that was January but I was sitting in his and I couldn't even focus because we were just learning about her and, and I was waiting for this wow. picture wow you know I was waiting for somebody to my other siblings to send me a picture of her so you were like you were asking questions mm-hmm. about it. And so I knew, you know, I, I knew that I wanted to, I had to say it because I was just like, you know, all shaken and it, it, it was a, a big day. Mm-hmm. But I knew that I just needed to get it out. And you didn't you you ask questions. You didn't just push it to the side. And I felt comfortable even saying it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the mind, body and the spirit, like whatever's happening, it's all definitely connected. So I know. One of the things that I learned later is that the tooth that was knocked out is co- is on the, I guess, the Chinese meridian system yeah. of the womb, which is the number nine. Uh-huh. And I have so many womb issues, yeah, yeah. you know, and so nobody ever told me that. Yeah, yeah. You know, my dentist prior didn't tell me that. I came with the knowledge already knowing that there was a connection before I came to you. Mm-hmm. But let's, I'd like to talk more about how... Like what you have seen, what are some of the things that happen to people, trauma or poor diets that affect their teeth? Yeah, it's um, so like you like you brought up with the the meridian system. Mm -hmm. um, All of the teeth are just as we spoke about before, the mouth, the body is like one continuous connection. Mm -hmm. We're not separate parts of in our body. So what happens is that um, each of the te- each of the teeth are connect- connected to a particular meridian in Chinese medicine, mm-hmm. which is connected to a particular muscle, a particular vein, a particular artery, a particular joint, a particular um, endocrine system, or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's all connected. So um, what you find happening is that if you have like a, an issue in one of your teeth, it might affect one of your maybe like one of your organs or one of your joints. Right. One of the most amazing stories that I that I had. Um, um, at my office is with this young woman that uh, that came to the office. And if you're talking about how things are connected mm-hmm. with your tooth, mm-hmm. so she came to the office and she was um, she was having a lot of issues with her cycle, right? A lot of mm-hmm. um, heavy bleeding with her cycle, mm-hmm. and um, she, her, and her husband were trying to get pregnant for a long time, and it just really ha- didn't happen. And then, so she came to me because she had a root canal on this tooth at the bottom. And then she had a mercury filling, an amalgam filling on that root canal tooth. So we were going back and forth. Initially, we said that we were going to just take out the root canal, put a crown. And then we decided, no, what we're going to do is we're going to take out the tooth Mm -hmm. and then maybe do some other treatment, an implant or or a bridge. So she had been having these issues with her cycle all all this time, right? So we took out the tooth. And then the next month, her cycle was normal. Hmm. 
And then the month after that, she got pregnant. Oh, wow. And she's had three children since then. Oh, wow. So it's like, and she, according to her, she's done nothing different. Mm -hmm. You know, all the things that she was trying to do from that, whatever, how many years I've been trying to do that. She's, she was still she was doing those things. The only thing that she said that was different was the tooth and mm. taking the tooth out. So I think that there's some, you know, I, I guess people would say that that's not really scientific, right? It's not really scientific that that would happen. But I, I could see that um, if there's not any other reason for thinking something happened, then it could be because of what it is that we did. Right. Yeah. And she was very happy about it. So there is a there is a connection with that. With the And the other thing that you have to really be be aware of, if you're going to uh, ascribe to that, uh, that philosophy, is that you really want to make sure that what you're doing in the patient's mouth doesn't affect some other part of the patient's body, right? Right. So let's say, for example, if a, if a, uh, uh, if a man has, um, has prostate cancer, and then the prostate, let's say it's uh, it's um, it's connected to this tooth over here okay. at the front, the lower tooth at the front. Okay. So you would probably want to kind of like not do like a lot of serious, like you wouldn't want to do a root canal on that tooth if he already has prostate cancer, or you would you probably wouldn't um, you wouldn't want to do like maybe like a, a an implant there or something like that because he that area is already spoken for right and you kind of have to really nurture it along because you don't want to aggravate that right so if you subscribe to that kind of uh that kind of philosophy about the meridians being connected then it takes you to like another level of what it is that you're going to do because then you're not just looking at the patient's teeth you're looking at what is happening in the patient's body right and to really be aware of what it is that that's happening in the patient's body and and not just do something just for the just for the the heck of it right you know what i'm saying so i wish you know i'm glad that i that i know this now so that's why i want to share this with everybody who will listen, you know, Mm -hmm. because it really does make a difference. So I had, from being a child, I had, um, they called it soft teeth. That's Uh what my dentist called it. It was soft teeth when I was like first going to the dentist. And I got cavities all the time. Mm -hmm. So I remember getting the dental dam and getting the funny gas and just always (laughs) having to go to the dentist, Mm -hmm. right? So now, in, so that's in the 70s. So then in, by 99, the dentist that I was going to then said, we need to get all this mercury out of your body. She didn't really explain why. She just was like, I just came from a conference. This is the new technology. So let's do it. <laughs> so she's pulling all this stuff out of my mouth. And what I know now, however, 20 years later, is that she didn't protect us. She put in some kind of a white something that covered, that took the, it, it was just a whole process. But now I know that she didn't protect us and I don't even know how she disposed of it, right? Yeah. So then I've had a friend talk about it and um, she said that they just put the teeth right, the, the, the mercury right next to her in the tray. Mm-hmm. So now my sister just got goes to a, a, a integrative um, dentist in New Jersey. She said they came in with the hazmats and they put the hazmat stuff on her. They like covered mm-hmm. her all up and they were covered when they were taking this mercury out. Mm-hmm. So can you talk to us about like for those of us who were 70s and, and earlier and whenever they stopped the silver uh, uh, fillings with mercury, what is that? And what can it do to your body? Okay, so um, mercury fillings, or they they call them um, amalgam fillings, or they call them silver fillings. Yeah. So um, you know that the, you have them in your mouth if the filling is dark. If it's black, mm-hmm. then those are silver fillings. But you know they they haven't stopped using them. 
Yeah, they haven't stopped using mercury fillings. Oh. So the fillings, those fillings are, are anywhere from about 50 to about 54% mercury. And then so the belief is, the belief is that uh, mercury is something that's toxic, right? Yeah. So that you really have to take some precautions in when you remove it, when you place it. Um, who you're placing it? You have to be. Um, you have to protect the environment for for the for the patient also. Right. So uh, there's an or, an organization that your uh, your listeners and viewers should check out. It's called I A O M T. I A O M T. dot org. Okay. It's International Academy of Oral Medicine and Toxicology. So they have um, a lot of the work that they do is it's made up of dentists, um, physicians, PhDs, people who are uh, very uh, science-based and they really do a lot of stuff around mercury Mm. so what um, they recommend is that they have a protocol so in their protocol what you do is the patient is fully draped Mm -hmm. when you do that um, the dentists and the assistants are wearing a special mask. The uh, the patient it's have has oxygen, so they have an alternative source of breathing, so they don't breathe any of the mercury fumes. You use a special suction. You, there's a whole bunch of things. There's a whole bunch of things that uh, that they do. Okay. So that uh, to protect one the patient, to protect the dentist and the staff, but like I said, more importantly, also to protect the environment because you don't want to you don't want to um, release a, a lot of mercury in your in the room right and then the patient leaves and then the next patient that comes in gets like a big whiff of mercury and they had they, they're just minding their business right, right? you're right. coming to the dentist and you have like you get this big whiff of mercury and it uh, it's something that that uh, that is not supposed to be that great for you right so um traditional dentists would say that there's nothing wrong with mercury that they uh that they still place it and that um it's a it's it's something that they've been using for a long time but you know for me Personally, aside from the whole, you know, mercury toxicity thing, mm-hmm. I would say that the, the material itself is we have much better materials today to replace your teeth, okay. to replace your fillings than the mercury filling than the mercury fillings that they put in now. That, that their same formula they've been using for like a hundred years with that. I don't know any other um, branch of government that uses something that they used a hundred years ago. Right. You know, so we we have much better materials to use today. And if you don't even if you don't believe in the whole toxicity of mercury things and I I think that there's no reason to place them anymore because they don't do a good a job as some of the um, some of the, the materials that we have today. You know, and why not use why not use that? Okay. It's much better for the patient. You know, it's much better for the longevity of the fillings and all that kinds of stuff that that you use. Aside from that whole toxicity stuff. Okay. Um, so, what is your thought on fluoride? Because I know that they put fluoride in all types of uh, in some water supplies, uh-huh. and then the dentist. That um that I used to go to was very big on giving me treatments of fluoride. Uh, fluoride. Uh-huh. So I just wanted to get your thought on it. Uh, my thought on fluoride is that the fluoride that fluoride the reason that they use fluoride is fluoride is supposed to be uh, stop cavities, right? Mm-hmm. So what fluoride does is it makes the tooth structure harder, so that uh, they say that uh, the cavities can't penetrate. What I was taught in dental school, and I think what everybody else is taught in dental school, is you get cavities because of bacteria, right? Okay. So for me, if we get cavities because of bacteria, why don't we make that environment inhospitable for cavities as opposed to putting a substance into our system that'll make our teeth harder? You know, right. um, and then once again, we said that the body's connected, right? So if the body's connected, that substance that you're putting in your mouth, it just doesn't go to your teeth. What does it do to your arteries? What does it do to your joints? Does it make those harder? Also, does right. it? How does that work? For me, what we need to do is instead of um, instead of 
doing something like fluoride, let's um, um, let's make sure everybody knows how to clean their teeth properly. Okay. Let's make sure that when we talk about foods, that you really want to make sure that you decrease your sugar, you decrease your white, your white flour, you decrease all of those those other things, mm-hmm. so that the bacteria doesn't have stuff to eat. And uh, why don't we do stuff where we give uh, where we give our children instructions on how to brush their teeth properly, so that we don't need to uh, put something um, something that's artificial on our teeth in hopes of of killing bacteria. Right. Let's just control the bacteria by keeping stuff really clean. Okay. So that's my that's my take on fluoride okay um and you know there's there's um there's some there's some neighborhoods and there's some areas that are non-fluoridated that don't have more cavities than the fluoridated areas right so i think a lot of it is just education right and how it is that you do that and okay. I, I think that i think it's something that that we could really do much better on so it's interesting my dentist uh always use fluoride and i didn't know but once i knew then i questioned Mm-hmm. You know, why are we doing the fluoride? And they gave me the whole, like you just said, it helps to fight the cavities. Yeah. Um, so eventually I stopped. I told them no more fluoride. Mm-hmm. And they were so like, every time they would try to sneak it in or <laughs> keep like every time I yeah. said, write it in the notes yeah. <laughs> so that you don't have to keep asking me so that yeah. we don't have this awkward moment when I'm telling you I'm not doing this fluoride. Yeah. yeah. So then I stopped using fluoridated toothpastes. I actually started making my own. I I go in between. I change it up so that it's something new, you know, Mm -hmm. different. And I haven't had any more cavities, whatever. But I had so many from the beginning. I'm Mm -hmm. just like still working at a deficit of trying to, you know, take care of the old ones. But, you know, I've been doing other things. And I want to talk about this, um, too, and some tips for people on how to brush their teeth better and what kind of the things that they can use and Mm -hmm. all those kinds of things. But... Um, one little note on the mercury. So got these fillings in the 70s, got them removed in 99. By 2013, now I'm a patient of Dr. Sakaliba Mines at the Institute of Multidimensional Medicine. Mm-hmm. And she does that biometrics thing on me. Uh-huh. And she finds all this mercury, mercury. in yeah. my body. Yeah. Right. So then I go through this whole round, like a year's round of colon hydrotherapy and Detox. foot baths and mm-hmm. um, sitting in the infrared sauna mm-hmm. and getting, yeah. So it was still in my body, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. what, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think that um, what happens, what happens, and that's an important part of what it is that we do also, is that you have to, with the whole process of thinking of that the patient is a whole person, Mm -hmm. you have to be in touch with the person's physician. Mm -hmm. Because you're not just, like I said, like I've said before, you're not just looking at the person's mouth. So it's the same person that your physician sees, the same person that the dentist sees. So that's why we we form relationships with physicians like Dr. Mines mm-hmm. and other um, other MDs, other naturopaths, other chiropractors, because it gives us a more well-rounded um, offering to the patients, right. and that they're able they're able to um, they're able to benefit. The benefit the person that benefits the best from that is the patient, mm-hmm. because then your 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 dentist and your physician are are talking about what it is that they need to do and how it is that they need to do it, because we're we're still the same person, right? You know, but yeah. Do, you have to um, you have to you have to get rid of that stuff if it's if you if your physician says that it that it's still in you you know because i i would suggest that you definitely get get rid yeah. of it you know cuz and they're able to they're able to provide ways like dr minds is awesome i mm-hmm. mean in in the stuff that she's able to do mm-hmm. to provide ways to to get rid of it you know so i bet y'all never heard that before so just you know keep following along now i have heard about like 
I don't know what years these were, but I know some of the highest statistics of medical professionals who commit suicide are dentists. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Is that true? Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> the dentists have the highest rate of suicide, divorce, you know, like um, maybe even uh, substance abuse, mm-hmm. all of those things. I think part of the reason that is, is that it's a stressful job. People, okay. come, people come to see you and they're tense, they're anxious. It's not like they're going to get a massage, right? Right. So, um, and then that itself makes it makes you tense and anxious. And then also that um, one of the things I think that that, that um, you don't want to hurt somebody. So you, you therefore you get more tense and you get more anxious because you don't want to, to do anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then I was reading somewhere not, a long, not that long ago that they were saying that they thought part of it was because of the maybe even some of the toxicity uh, that's in dentistry. Well, that's, that, what, I was, that's yeah, what I wanted to say. Yeah, yeah. being around that stuff mm-hmm. all the time and that stuff getting, uh, that stuff getting in, inside of you. Yeah. I had a friend, <laughs> I had a friend that's a dentist okay. and he, um, he, was in, uh, he was in Detroit and he was saying that he had, when I met him, he was, before I met him, he was saying that he had like suicidal thoughts. He was in the process of getting a divorce. He was doing all of this other stuff. And you know what he did? He went to do the same thing that you did, the mercury detoxing. Yeah. And he said in a matter of like six uh, like six weeks, he was like a totally different person. Yeah. So once again, this is like my story about the woman with the... Right. with the, And they would say that that's like anecdotal, right? right. That's anecdotal story. But I, there has to be something. You know, right. there has to be some, people don't just change just right. like that. So well, I think we just I, need I like to be to careful. Say, you know? I like to say, use your wisdom. You That's know? what I say. Yeah, you know, yeah just be these careful. These are anecdotal. If you want them to be anecdotal, but yeah. then also if you have been affected by it mm-hmm. or in, your health has been improved by it, then why don't you think that this could be it? So mm-hmm. I just always implore my listeners to just use your own brain sometimes. Yeah, yeah. and you use know? your judgment. You yeah. know, not not everything that everybody says, whether it's like holistic or biological, True. not everything that you have to do because there's some things out there that 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 probably is not that great right but you know use your use your 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 judgment or mm-hmm. use your use your your sight your, or, you intuition, know, your intuition and study because yeah. you have the whole yeah. world in front of you if you have the internet yeah. you could go on go out there and figure things out and then ask yeah. professionals yeah you know yeah. so we have 30 minutes left um what I so what I wanted to go to you you're saying we were talking about things that may or may not really work yeah so let's talk about oil pulling charcoal um charcoal and clay yeah. and things like that what do you think oh, about you're getting those? all the good stuff today right yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so let me tell you about oil pulling okay so uh, oil pulling is like an, an ayurvedic which is like from the um from india, india. Mm-hmm. their system of medicine and what it is is that you use um you use holistic, um, organic um, coconut oil, yep. and what you do is you swish it back and forth in your ma- in your mouth for maybe about I don't know fifteen twenty minutes or so, and then it's supposed to kill a lot of bacteria. It's supposed to make your mouth feel much better. So you know, a lot of my patients were coming to me and talking to me about this oil pulling thing, okay. and I never knew about it. Okay. And they were like, "Oh, this is great. You know, what do you think about it?" And da 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 da. So I was like, "I don't know." Is it working for you? If it's working for you, then that then that's great. So I tried it. Okay. And then I I, I thought that it, it worked. Okay. But I have you know what is interesting is that 
I have a, a friend of mine, a colleague who's a periodontist, and she does research. Mm-hmm. So she's from India. Mm-hmm. So she was saying that she wanted to do some research on this oil pulling. And it turns out what, the, what happens with the coconut oil is it's, it coats your teeth. So it's like, it's like it puts like a film on your teeth. Okay. And they call that substantivity. When if you have a film on your teeth, the fluoride is kind of like supposed to. When you get those fluoride treatments, it's supposed to do the same sort of thing. Okay. So that's how it kind of like decreases. So what we're going to do is, um, she wanted to do like a, um, a research paper on that mm-hmm. to see um, to see if indeed that that works. But I think that it would work because that that's how if it works for for other things, right. then it would work for the it would work for the uh, the coconut oil. And, and a lot of, if you look at the ingredients of even like um, healthy toothpaste, it has glycerin in it, which covers the teeth. Yeah. So it yeah. might be the same it thing. Might be. So, so I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you know on how our study yeah, goes. Yeah, I would the, love to hear. <laughs> and see, I would love to hear. And see about oil pulling. She actually, uh, she's at our office, you know, she's a, she's a periodontist. Okay. Yeah. So, so I so have been we'll doing it patients. for maybe the last three or four years just oh, because I was studying it. And I feel like when I come to the dentist, they don't say there is more stuff going on. You yeah. know, it's just the old stuff. Yeah. So I feel like it helps me. Yeah. And then because I have this root canal, I want to make sure that I keep it clean. Yeah. You know, because yeah, yeah. I've seen people who have teeth that are not theirs and you see that black. Yeah. And, you know, so I, yeah. I just try it. And then I've also included charcoal occasionally. Now, uh-huh. this is not something I do every day. Because um, you still want to keep the balance of your of your mouth, mm-hmm. um, healthy balance. So I do it occasionally, like a few times a week, and then I do charcoal uh-huh. a few times a week. And I used to try before I was doing the charcoal. I used to try um, clay, uh-huh. and um, but the clay turned mm-hmm. my teeth gray, like bentonite clay. Yeah, bentonite clay. Bentonite clay. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and and it would just be a little, a few little particles and then yeah. I'd put it in there with the coconut and then but it turned my teeth gray and yeah. if they would stay gray for like two or three days <laughs> so I stopped that but the charcoal seems to work yeah. and then I make sure that I I floss with it mm-hmm. and I put a little tea tree oil and mm-hmm. some other things sometimes clove or or yeah. um and then I floss using it. Yeah. And then Dr. Mines told me to occasionally in this for my tooth and other places to do a little bit of um Oh, it's a, uh, what am I thinking? It's the stuff that bubbles when you put uh, it in your mouth. Hydrogen peroxide. Hydrogen peroxide, just uh-huh. a little bit, and then go to sleep with it uh-huh. overnight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I do that too. Yeah. So what yeah. do you think about those yeah. things? All of those things are good. Okay. The, um, the tea tree oil, is uh, it kills bacteria. Right. The hydrogen peroxide will make your, um, would make your, your mouth more alkaline. Okay. You know, all of those things. Um, the I have a lot of patients that use charcoal and they swear by charcoal. It mm-hmm. makes your, it, they say it makes their teeth white. Okay. You know, um, so all of those things are, all of those things are good. I think like, um, and the flossing is also very, very good mm-hmm. because, um, you know, flossing gets in between your teeth, whereas um, if you just brush your teeth, it doesn't really get in between your teeth. And it's between your teeth a lot of times where cavities get started. Right. So flossing is, is one of the, the, the really important things to do. But all of those things, as far as like brushing your teeth and, and uh, all of those things are, are very good. You can make your own toothpaste. I think that, that, that that's fine. Okay. That's not a problem. So can you tell us what are the best ways to brush our teeth and... 
what you would put in a toothpaste if you were going to make it for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what would I put in a toothpaste? Okay, so um, the the when you brush your teeth, what um, what we recommend is like, believe it or not, is like an electric toothbrush. Mm-hmm. Electric toothbrush works very very well. Mm-hmm. That now they have them where they have like, uh, if you put too much pressure on it, it'll. If you put too much pressure on your tooth or on your gums, it'll stop. Oh, okay. Whereas with the manual toothbrush, it can cause a lot of damage to your if you're not like careful with it it can right. damage your gums right because you can literally brush your gums away especially and if you gums don't a, regenerate right right that's yeah that's like um yeah it doesn't regenerate jessica's so, going wow <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so what you what you want to do is you really want to if you're using a manual toothbrush make sure you use a, a soft, soft toothbrush yeah right soft toothbrush because the hard ones and a lot of times people think that you can like um just like you just need to like scrub away like you're like you know like you're doing the kitchen floor or something mm-hmm. but you doesn't need to be that way the way that uh, the creator designed our teeth they're almost self-cleansing mm. so what happens is that even if you just rinse your mouth out brushing takes off a lot of the large particles of food but the flossing why it's important is because it gets in between where the small particles are and that's where the bacteria will get to so that's why you can put anything on the toothbrush and then just use it to brush your teeth because mm. the purpose of brushing is to just take off those large particles of of, um, of food that you have there so that the bacteria doesn't start to eat it. What um, what I would say is to what to look for in a, in a toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to get a toothpaste from, let's say, uh, the health food store, mm-hmm. um, or even if you're going to get it from CVS, you look for something that doesn't have any sugar in it. Okay. And you have to look at sugar can be disguised in a lot Xylitol of ways. Xylitol right? and all yeah, types of stuff. Yeah, yeah, all of those. Make sure it doesn't have any sugar in it. Make sure it doesn't have like any of the um, chemicals in it. So sometimes you see like a, a whole long name with a number at the, a number at the end. Mm-hmm. If you can't pronounce it, then it shouldn't really be in your toothpaste, right? right? So uh, uh, the sugar, and then as much natural ingredients as possible. Some of those things that you that you mentioned with the tea tree oil, mm-hmm. some uh, that stuff is really good. If something like it's baking soda based, that is also it's okay. also very good. Um, um, if you want to um, the charcoal, like we said, because they they said that that is supposed to help with the whitening of your teeth. The um, uh, the baking soda too it makes your mouth uh, your area of your mouth more alkaline so the uh, bacteria that in your mouth doesn't really like it likes it to be acidic mm. so the uh, alkaline makes it inhospitable for it to be there okay so um, all of those things uh, all of those things would would uh, would help okay that's that's good to yeah. know so please and then let me tell you about mouth rinse too then if yeah. we're going to talk about if we're going to yeah. talk about toothpaste mouth rinse is also very good the, the same thing too make sure it doesn't have any sugar in it okay make sure it doesn't have any um the big thing with the mouth rinse is make sure it doesn't have any alcohol in it the because they put a lot of alcohol in in, in mouth uh, in mouth rinse now like the traditional mouth rinses that you get they have like a really high content of alcohol okay so alcohol is something that dries it's drying so it uh, you don't want your mouth to be dried. Your mouth is always supposed to be wet. But if you put alcohol in there all the time, it, it's drying. Right. And that causes, actually, believe it or not, that causes you more cavities right. because the your saliva is not there. Our, our saliva has antibacterial properties in it. Okay. So you want to maintain a lot of saliva in your mouth and not have it dry like the uh, alcohol would do. So the the same thing with the mouth rinse. Get, get something that's really natural. Mm-hmm. Something And once again, mouth you can make that yourself yeah, also. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I was making it. What, what do you suggest? Oh, what do you suggest? I used witch hazel <laughs> with no alcohol in it. Yeah. And then I did a, and this was just a recipe that I got because mm-hmm. I also took a, um, a, 
essential oil class. <laughs> like yeah. I take all these classes, I'm trying to figure out my life. <laughs> so they said witch hazel with no alcohol, uh-huh. a few drops of whatever you like, essential oil. So yeah. I did clove, I yeah. did cinnamon, and I did tea tree. Yeah, and then a little bit of baking soda mm-hmm. and a scoop of oil. Yeah. That's what no, I know. Those are all those things are really good. You just have to make sure with that uh, the tea tree oil okay. and like the cinnamon that you don't put too much yeah. because those are like very. I mean, tea tree oil is right. very strong and, and it has cinnamon. to be one that is like a DoTerra, which I, I don't yeah. push anything, but yeah. a DoTerra is one that's more ingestible than just the regular yeah, one. So you have yeah, to yeah. be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You really have to be careful with that. But yeah, that's good. You're okay. doing. You can just start marketing that stuff. So what do you think about <laughs> what about breath health? How can and gum health? How can people, um, you know, help themselves? Yeah, with the the breath up. issues. Mm-hmm. You know, it depends on where the breath issues come from, right? Because sometimes if you have like a gum disease, periodontal disease, or what they used to call pyrrhea, mm-hmm. then it's an infection, inflammation of your gums. And with any kind of inflammation, infection, inflammation, there's bacteria there. And then if bacteria is there, you might get like a smell. Mm-hmm. So the the first part of it is to make sure that everything that's happening in your mouth is like very very clean, and that uh, that usually takes care of the issue. Okay. If that doesn't take care of the issue, then what you want to do is you want to look at some other sources. Maybe something it is that you're eating that doesn't, uh, when it breaks down in your mouth, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't quite go away and it's okay. causing, an, it's causing an odor. If that doesn't do it, then you look at maybe like something that might be happening with in your stomach. stomach. Yeah. Right. So because like we said, once again, we come back to which we're all one person. We're all connected. Mm-hmm. So there's like direct line from your stomach all the way up to your up to your mouth. Another place that you might want to look at if that doesn't do it is to look at uh, your nose and see if you have like sinus infections and those sorts of things. Because then that also is like a connection also with your oh, mouth wow. because there's like a direct connection. So you want to look at all of the those things but to be honest with you most of the time if you take care of the oral part of it mm-hmm. that that takes care of most of it um, and you get like a good mouth rinse you keep your teeth very very clean most of the time that ends up taking care of any kind of like breath issue breath issues that you might have okay so let's talk about some food because I always like to talk about things that nourish yeah what are some good foods for a good healthy mouth oh gosh yeah so um, any plant-based diet you know, I would say plant-based diets support uh, support your teeth the same way that it supports your body. Uh-huh. It supports uh, it supports your teeth. So you really want to get rid of the sugars. You really want to get rid of the white flowers. You really want to get rid of the processed foods. You want to get rid of the fried foods. Mm. You know, all of those things that uh, I'm sure that uh, that your your physicians or your holistic um, nutritionists will tell you that uh, those are the things that are good for your body. Those are the same sort of things that are good for your teeth. And what you want to also do it if we're just talking about the teeth in particular you want to get things off of your teeth you want to get food off of your teeth because what happens is that bacteria just needs like a a tiny 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 amount of food particles on your teeth Mm. and if you think about if you go to sleep with that particles of teeth on your teeth particles of food on your teeth and your mouth is closed it's warm it's moist it's like a bacteria heaven there right if you're sleeping with (laughs) that Right. If you're sleeping with that for like, and that bacteria has that for eight hours, right? Right. That's how you start to get into trouble. But if before you go to bed, if you do that protocol that you're talking about, Mm -hmm. that you do, Mm -hmm. and it's the last thing that you do before you go to bed, you don't eat anything afterwards. You Mm -hmm. don't go and have like some kind of like sugary, sugary drink or something like that. If it's the last thing that you do 
and then your mouth is in is in like in a healthy state and the bacteria is not going to really like that environment right so um, all of those things are all of those things are important now what do you think about tongue scraping I think tongue scraping is okay. You know, okay. I think tongue scraping is okay. You could, um, because what happens is that with our tongues, that's another source Ayurvedic. of... Ayurvedic. That's an Ayurvedic thing. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh-huh. And that's another source of, of, of breath issues because mm-hmm. our tongue has these little um, grooves in them. Okay. And if you, if you get food that gets stuck in those grooves and that food starts to decompose, it could, it could have a, a breath issue also. So if you're having breath issues, that's another thing that you could also try to do. It's, it, those other things we just mentioned mm-hmm. is to do the stung, tongue scraping. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't think that causes any harm. Okay. Yeah. One of the things that I, le- that I heard, you know, is that when you, when you wake up in the morning, because your body, if you have gotten the proper rest, mm-hmm. it regenerates, renews, restores, and all the cells do their thing. Mm-hmm. And part of the stuff that needs to be detoxed is sitting on your tongue. Mm-hmm. And that's why you have the taste in the morning. Yeah. So before you even drink, before you do anything, scrape your tongue yeah. with a metal tongue scraper. Metal tongue scraper yeah. um, and then brush your teeth and then go about doing whatever you're going to do, drink your water, yeah. whatever you're going to do. Yeah. But they say that that helps because if you don't, then you kind of reabsorb some of the toxins because your limps and all your everything is trying to detox. Yeah, and yeah. So that's yeah. just something that I was told. Yeah, I so mean, it made sense. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, I I don't know um, I don't know the the ins and outs of it, but it um, I would think that if you're able to keep stuff clean, yeah, then that uh, that would help in in all different kinds of ways. So what? Um, let's talk about how to take charge of your own care, like. Uh, for our listeners who may have never heard of any of these things before, yeah. what are some questions they can go and ask their own dentists yeah. or yeah. physicians? That, yeah, that's an excellent question. I think that one of the things that you always have to be aware of, of your listeners and, and, uh, and your viewers, is to not to give somebody else your power. I think if you're going to come to someone, and it's not just you're just going to come to the dental chair or come to the the, um, the physician's chair and just sit there and say, "Okay, fix me." What 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 do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. Because you know, there's you have to have like the power to do those things that you want to do and those things that are good for you. Mm-hmm. Because nobody can tell you to nobody if you don't believe it for yourself and you don't want it for yourself, then it's not likely that it's it's going to happen. Right. So that's one of the things that I would say is that uh, take charge of your health. You know, if you're if you're over Overweight, if you have high blood pressure, if you have, if you have whatever high cholesterol, if you have like other health issues, then um, realize that there's a, like a lots of different things that are out there that you can that you can do, but not to not to just put your your soul energy into your practitioner. Yes, your practitioner, and this is just my philosophy. Your mm-hmm. practitioner can help, and you and you we both can be on that road together. Mm-hmm. And there's certain things that I can I can help you with, and then there's certain things that you're going to have to to do. Whether it's just changing that diet or, you know, turn off the TV mm-hmm. or, you know, get that exercise, go right. walking. I can't do those things for you. But you, you you have to maintain a certain level of power. And then when you do, when it does happen and you are healthier, then you can keep that because you know that you've done that for yourself. 
and nobody can take that away from you, right? Right. And then you know that if you can do this for yourself, then maybe you might want to do something else for yourself. Like, you know, that that job that you hate that you, that you keep going to every day because, you know, or that business that you want to start because you, you think that you can do so and so. Maybe that'll give you that some kind of like confidence to think yeah. that you can do that. Empowerment. Empowerment, yeah. So yeah. That's, that's a good word. So I think that what we, we try to do is we try to empower patients, you know. You, you, you can show people what it is that they that that's happening with them and it's like how is it that you get empowered to make a change how is it that you get empowered to to go from this level to this level mm-hmm. because that's how we become better people right you know and that's how you feel better about yourself absolutely right? yeah I, I love that and I'm glad that you you said that because I probably just like in the last seven or eight years learned that the doctor is my vendor yeah. <laughs> that you know, that's how I think about that's it now. Good. The that's doctor good. is my vendor, yeah. and I and you are allowed to fire vendors yeah. that don't, yeah, you know, that don't provide, you know, the care or the attention or whatever the service yeah. that that you are paying them for. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that, um, especially black and brown people, in my in my um, research, we kind of give our power yeah. or have given our power, yeah. and we are, you know. Whatever they say goes, you know, and I know family members who have done that, especially when I was younger, my older family members, the doctor said, take this, 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 this and this, and they would just do it, Mm -hmm. you know, without any questions. So in my case, let's I I fired my regular doctor. Ten Mm -hmm. years I was going to her Mm -hmm. and um, then I started going to Dr. Minds and it was only because when I started there, the first a visit that I had with Dr. Mines, she had me in there for two hours. And she asked me questions that my doctor in 10 years had never asked me before. Yeah. And they were basic things like, do you drink water? Yeah. The lady never asked me if I drank water in 10 years. And I never even thought about she didn't ask me that I drink yeah. water until Dr. Mines says, do you know that. Yeah. So... Yeah. I fired her. And then, you know, so that, that was no love loss. It was fine. Mm-hmm. But my dentist... Yeah, you know my dentist. dentist that I loved <laughs> for all those years. It was really like I felt some kind of way knowing that I had to break up with him yeah. to come to your practice, yeah, right? Yeah. And that was recently, probably just in the last year. I, I always knew about your practice, um, but I just was holding on to my dentist. But then when I started to study the biological, holistic, eco-friendly part part of dentistry uh-huh. and realized that that was not what he was doing, yeah. you know, I had to make a decision because it's self-preservation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? And yeah. then I was empowered enough to make these decisions. Yeah. So I had a conversation with him because mm-hmm. I wasn't just going to like just leave. And he was so gracious yeah. and he and he understood. Yeah. And I think that he also um, remembers because I actually sent him some information on the class that I was taking for yeah. the, and he was so excited. He said, oh, I'm going to really get into it. And he did yeah. it. Yeah. So then I'm like, you don't even know these things that I'm learning. <laughs> yeah. Like if you don't know, and I'm a lay person and I know yeah. then I have to go. Yeah. So that's what I did. And, and it was interesting, an interesting dynamic, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm happy to be at your practice oh, now. And I you. tell people about it, which yeah. is why I wanted you on the show because yeah. I want more people to come. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're glad to be here and thank you so much I think part of what it is with the um, with what we call like I guess traditional mm-hmm. dentistry or mm-hmm. traditional medicine that's how they were trained oh yeah you know that's how they're it trained it wasn't his fault yeah but I gave him more information <laughs> yeah. and he didn't go for it so yeah, that was the thing yeah. yeah yeah that's true that's true too yeah so it's how they're trained yeah. and sometimes 
sometimes you have to have you have to have somebody that has your that you are on the same page with mm-hmm. that same thought process mm-hmm. so something that the the something that the practitioner and the patient have to have agreement right if you don't have agreement with your with your practitioner then you're constantly at odds with them. So whether that's your dentist, whether that's your therapist, whether right. that's your, if you're not agreeing with the way that they're treating you, how is it that they can help you? If you're, if everything that they're telling you is like, oh no, I don't believe in that. Right. If, you, if it's not in your belief system, right. you're not likely that you're going to do it. Right. So um, some practitioners who are tr- traditional, they will honor people's belief system and maybe mm-hmm. kind of like bend in ways that uh, that they could kind of like kind of coexist. Mm-hmm. But some some practitioners are. are are very some right. are very straight and very direct. This is how I do it. Right. This is how, how I was trained, and you know that nothing else. But I think that you have to. There has to be some kind of commonality there, right? You know, because that's how that's how you're going. How how somebody going to help you if they, if you don't agree? And I also think that when when depending on how you consume and absorb information and and research information. You start to learn more and then you attract. Yeah. You know, you attract yeah. that same thing. You were always on my radar. Mm-hmm. I just was still doing my thing. So yeah. then when I realized I need to do something different, then yeah. I just did something different. Yeah, 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 yeah. It happens. Um, I wanted to ask about what, in your opinion, are the newest technologies when you go to these conferences and things? Um. What's new and popping in dentistry, holistic oh, wow. dentistry yeah, these in days? Holistic, there's a lot of different things that's. Um, popping in holistic dentistry. <laughs> um, one of the things that they, they're really trying to find out is um, how is it that you, how is it that you, what causes um, the bacteria in your mouth okay. to cause cavities? Because if you're able to, is there like a, a some kind of gene or something that mm. really kind of gets turned on? Mm. And if you can turn that off, would that mean that, you know, now our children can, can, can grow up without ever knowing what a cavity is? Which is hmm. to me, which is which is really exciting. In dentistry now, there's a there's a real move to going towards um, digital. So mm. there's like a digital X-rays. You now can take like 3D X-rays where you can kind of like really see what's happening in the patient's uh, patient's mouth. We now instead of taking molds with like the the impression material, we now use a scanner. Oh. You know, and then you take you scan the patient's tooth. You take that file and you send it to the lab, and then the lab will make a tooth from that. You know, it's really oh, wow. it's uh, it's amazing. You know, it really is. A, this is a, a time I think in dentistry where there's a lot of stuff happening. They're getting to the point where you're gonna be able to, to use like a, a digital printer. So if if you scan that tooth instead of sending it to the lab, you can just digitally print it right there in your office and you can just, you know, just do the tooth right there. It's it's there's a there's a lot of things that I, I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. There's a we want to be really on the cutting edge of right. stuff, you know, so you don't want to be stuck in the past. Right. We want to be moving forward and I think that, that that we're positioned to do that. Now do you have a network of other melanated dentists who are doing this type of dentistry? No. The, other than the dentists at our office? No, not no. really. Um, I don't really see they're few and far between. None really in this area. I that uh, if we're talking about <laughs> you said melanated, African melanated, descent no. or whatever yeah. you call yourself. Yeah, yeah. no, not really. Um, there's uh, there's us. There's like um, uh, three or four of us at our office, wow. and um, 
And in this you know? area, that seemed like it would be so many more. Because yeah, we have a lot of yeah, yeah. And you would think, especially with Howard being how the dental student being right. there. Yeah. Um, I just did a lecture at Howard last week. Well, that's the, what I was going to ask. Staff, are, yeah. are you like talking to the dental students? Do they allow you to yeah. come in? And yeah, I've been there. I, there's something that we do with them in the in the with dent with students that want to come to the dental school in the summer. And then, like I said last week, I was there and I spoke to some of the uh, the professors that were there about holistic dentistry because they were interested. Okay. So maybe you know maybe it's it's something that that could develop into something that um you know we'll see how it uh, we'll see yeah. how it goes but i'm not i'm not sure um because there's like you know there's like a process i mean they those they have like they're pretty pretty strict in their yeah. belief system you right. know what i mean so if it if something comes of it that's fine if not then that's fine also we have our we, we're doing some service work to our patients okay yeah, yeah, yeah well what i liked about my experience was in coming there is that because I had kind of studied some of these things yeah. and, and I don't have all the answers. I just have seeds that were planted to make me ask questions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and sometimes when you have that kind of information, I was very careful not to come in with like as the know-it-all. <laughs> but when I spoke to you and then I've had Dr. Jada more times than I've I had you as yeah. my dentist and she would just answer the questions yeah. Yeah. and help me figure it out like a puzzle, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. So what I like that instead of the side eye yeah. that, you know, <laughs> a professional will get like, I've yeah. been doing this for 30 years. Yeah. This whippersnapper comes in talking about yeah. some oil pool. Like, yeah. who are you? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I didn't get that. And I was grateful for that. And, um, you know, I'm still figuring out my issues, yeah. you know, yeah. not issues. I'm still figuring out the things that I can that I could better, that yeah, I could improve yeah, yeah. in my dental yeah. care. So I'm excited that you all are available to help. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like it's a process. It's just like life, right? We have mm-hmm. like layers of, and we go up to different levels and and those sorts of things. It's it's the same sort of way, you know. You mm-hmm. you what what was acceptable to you 20 years ago is is no longer acceptable, you right. know. And we we move, we move in life, and um, and I think that that's how it is. Okay. So I think we have like three or four minutes left. What I would like to do is for you to tell people how they can reach you. Oh, we can be reached at uh, thedcdentist.com is our website. Our telephone number is 202-544-3626. We're located at uh, in Capitol Hill by Eastern Market at uh, 11th and Pennsylvania. Okay. And what else we got? And um, I so tell tell us because we have like a few minutes left. Also on Instagram. Tell us about like you have events occasionally. So like I've never had a dentist say come yeah. to this movie screening or yeah. come to this conversation. Where, where did you get yeah. that from? We do a lot of different things at our office. You can come to yoga every Friday. We have yoga at the office. Uh, we have a great Quasi uh, Karamoko. He does comedic yoga. Oh wow! And it's like yeah, pay what you can and come to the office and do some yoga because it's all together. You know, we like we said the same. We're ending the same way that we started. Right. It's all holistic. We're all connected. If we can get you to do yoga, and if we can get you to come and do some of the programs that we have where we bring we bring in some practitioners sometimes to talk to our patients about different things that we do then that makes you better you know that makes you better then that's good we we are we're doing what it is that we're supposed to do and then you also have an event for other uh, integrative holistic yeah. practitioners what does that look like yeah that actually we're really excited about it's going to uh it's coming up okay and what is it that um we have because you know what there's so many of us that's that are out here doing mm-hmm. stuff 
it's good to know what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. So you could use it as a, as a uh, you could refer to each other. You could, uh, what I would really like to see is for us to get together on a regular basis. Because mm -hmm. you know what it's like to be a healer, right? Mm -hmm. You're giving out a lot of energy to people mm -hmm. all the time. So sometimes, you know, you have to be able to get together with those people that are doing that and we can support each other. We can have, uh, we can talk about things. We can de determine how things should be treated and that kind of things. I, I think it, it brings a certain amount of camaraderie to, uh, to the alternative practitioners that are uh, that are in this DC area. Okay. Yeah. There are there are lots of different people, so that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, there's a so, lot. Yeah. See, you all you welcome. I'm giving you some good information here. You have Dr. Victor, Dr. Terry Victor from the DC Dentist. So I wanted to thank you for coming. Thank you. Yes, great information. Thank you so much. And for those of you who are familiar with the sanctuary, please don't forget to check out my book from Wendy, uh, from Wendy, from Jersey to me, The Awakening and Healing of a Goddess. Um, I'm still in pre-order. Uh, you can go to my website, wendycherry.com forward slash book. Uh, we will see you next time in the sanctuary. Thank you again for joining us. Peace. to the sanctuary please follow us at awaken and heal on instagram and on the web at goddess-awaken.com to follow the revolution